What's going on, Golf Addicts? Welcome to the final tournament preview of 2023, the Hero World Challenge. We got some outright bets for you. I got a kind of a weird parlay I'm going to throw out there. We're going to have some fun on today's show. Uh, it's Tiger's event in the Bahamas. DB here, Pat Perry. How we doing? I'm doing good, DB. I'm doing good. Just when you thought we were done, yeah, we got the hero. But well, we, we, we do this Tiger every year. We, we do it every year. I know, but you know, I, there's a part of me every Thanksgiving that's like, oh wait, we're done. Oh wait, wait, I forgot the. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we always forget about the hero about Tiger's yeah. tournament. Albany, Bahamas. Um, you know, 20 guys hit and giggle. 20th gets 100 G's. First gets a milli. They get a little tiny little dash of world golf ranking points. Um, no FedEx Cup points, and you're just down here doing the damn thing. Now, I, I've had some fantastic luck at this tournament over the last two years. I've hit Victor both both years, Victor Hovland. So he will be attempting to repeat as a back-to-back-to-back champion. Uh, Tiger's in the field. We're going to get into that. We're also going to just have some fun today. There's some some headlines in golf that we might throw out there, but we've, we've also, inspired by our friend Byron, the model maniac, we've put together... An NFL offensive roster made up of PGA Tour players. Um, Pat's very excited about his. Uh, I'm interested to see who he's come up with. We'll get into that. As always, we are presented to you by our friends at Leaderboard. Shout out to Leaderboard for continuing to support the podcast, um, supporting the Tour Junkies fans and followers on the course because it's the only, it's really the only thing you need on the course other than your clubs and some drinks. But Leaderboard will get you going. The new pro version is fantastic. We've been playing with it. Now I can add up all my penalty strokes, which is, which is great for me because at least it doesn't look like I'm completely inept when, you know, I have a seven, but I only, you know, I had one putt and you're like, what the fuck DB did you do? Well, I, I hit it out of bounds, white stakes in Pat's neighborhood and um, leaderboard helps me track all that. The link is in the description of the podcast. You're going to want to give them a shot, a, a, a shot on the course if you're still playing. Now, you know, we got a lot of people. I saw this in the discord the other day, Pat. I just can't even, I can't believe this. Every year I think about it. I see people in the Discord. I see people on Twitter, and they go, oh, play, you know, so much fun. They take a picture of the last hole that they're playing, right? And they're like, last hole of the season for me before I hang up the clubs for six months. I'm like, get the hell out of the North Pole or wherever you are. I can't imagine. I literally, the, 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 like, the one time I ever take a picture like that will be when I'm you know, 90 and I can't move. And, and I'm, you know, I realize that this is the last hole of golf I ever play. I just can't imagine living in somewhere so cold that like you've already played your last round. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I, I just can't imagine that it would be, it'd be absolutely terrible. I mean, just the feeling that you're not going to play, pick up the clubs for another six months. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's not like they're just choosing to do so. They can't play because there's snow on the ground for the next six months. I, it's I just, just you people got to move down south. I don't know. Like I, I it's just so I played. We, we both played a lot of golf last week. I think. I mean, it was seventy. It was sixty-eight, sixty-two, yeah. maybe. Uh, you know, it was perfect. It was fantastic. Um, do you have a temperature rule? Uh, like if it's below, yeah. do you have a Mendoza line of when you're going to play and when you're not going to play? Yeah. If it is below, if if the wind chill is fifty degrees, if it's lower than fifty degrees, I'm not. I'm not playing. Yeah, I'm I'm about the same line. Yeah, might be 55 for me now. I'm getting Oof. a little older. Oof. Like if it's 55 and sunny, I'll play. But if it's if it's kind of cloudy and windy mm-hmm. and whatever else, and yeah. 
you know, I, I'm not going to play. I don't like a lot of layers either. Yeah. This, like this pullover I'm wearing is about as much of a layer as I want to have. Yeah. I don't want any more than that. You don't, you don't even like the layer of like a single layer, like a shirt or a sleeve, because you're constantly doing this. You're like always fidgeting with your yeah. sleeves. Yeah, I, I can imagine that would be hard for you. Um, yeah. So Godspeed to all our, our listeners and fans out there who are, who are, who've played their last round or are about to play their last round until like what, March? I don't understand the world that you live in or choose to live in. Um, but you know what? We all make choices. That's, that's it. We all make choices. Um, but thanks to leaderboard, shout out to them. Um, link in the description. They're on iOS and Android. Now they got the Apple watch app to, uh, help you out on the course, make you a better golfer on, on the course. So I'm, I'm still going to be playing plenty. My birthday's coming up. I always get a good birthday weekend to golf. Oh yeah. Big birthday too. Big birthday. This is a big so one. I should get all the permissions for for the fortieth. That I yeah. should have all permissions cleared, clear for takeoff, and just I don't even think you need to ask. No, I probably don't. I probably don't. Um. All right. So I want to get through the hero stuff. We got some bets. Um. But then I, I just want to have some fun. Some fun conversation. The NFL conversation is going to be fun. It's Albany. It's it's you know we know this place. They've been doing it here for like five or six years now. You've had. Bubba Watson's one here, John Rahm, Hendrick Stinson, uh, Ricky Fowler one here, and of course Hovland's won the last two years. Average scores around 18 to 19, 20 under. It's gotten up to 22. It does look like we might get a little wind this week, Pat. Might get a little bit of wind, yeah. which that's really the only defense of this golf course. Pretty wide, generous fairways, five par fives, five par threes, Bermuda grass everywhere. Greens are a little small, so if you if you, you know you got that, I mean. Tiger wants to. Tiger wants precision iron play. We know that's what he wants. So uh, greens are small, and may require a little bit of scrambling, which is funny to say that Hovland's won here twice. But I mean, the scrambling's improved, I guess. Um, very little rough. Water's in play on about five holes, about seventy four hundred yard course. But you know, I mean, we'll we'll get into this. That you, you got to understand who cares at this tournament. This is one we have a, like a couple of these every year. The where the we're all kind of trying to figure out the give a damn meter, right? Mm-hmm. Who's who's here doing a vacation? Who's here oiling down some some honeys or their wife or both, and not or chasing kids around? Um, and then, and you know, look at look at Hovland. One here the last two times, single dude, no kids, something to that, I think. Yeah, uh, and it did go into my handicapping process to some extent. So I uh, will get into that. But obviously, it's also the return of the big cat, Tiger is going to be playing, apparently. The man is healthy. I mean, Pat, I just want to remind the people. I have some visuals that I want to bring up here. I just want to remind the people, you know, this is, this is, this is the Tiger that we've seen. Look at these cars, the vehicle. Like, oh, I mean, the, the, the wreck. All, I, I've lost track of all the things this man has been through. Uh, I, mean, I mean, look at how badly the X-ray, the X-ray showed Tiger's uh, just destroyed ankle. Um, My I, but he's back. He's back. I, I did not know the ankle was that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's just fantastic to see him back. We're excited. The big cat's here. He's, um, he's going to he says he's says he's feeling healthy. And, um, <laughs> producer Tony said that is a huge ankle. <laughs> yeah shout out producer tony's on the show again with us he's he's hanging out again he's in here for this final hoorah of 2023 tony you uh 
You 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 like the ankle? You fan? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get along just fine if we're throwing up graphics like that. Yeah, I, uh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I wanted to I wanted to ask you guys as we're kind of getting to know each other a little bit better, mm-hmm. doing some work for you guys. Um, so I wanted to throw out with Tiger being back for the. 15th millionth time however long i texted you guys last week and said you know shout out pmt this is just time's a flat circle it's tiger gets hurt tiger posts a wedge shot everyone freaks out about that tiger Mm -hmm. commits hero everyone gets their uh, their hopes up everyone gets excited and then you know aside from 2019 tiger finishes 37th at the masters and he's out early on a sunday morning so I wanted to know how big of a fan girl are you guys of Tiger? Like what's your what's your all's history with uh with Tiger on a scale of let's say zero to rigs from four play? Oh god. What 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 scale are we at there? <laughs> I don't I mean, what 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 level is Riggs? I mean Riggs I, I need is, to know, Riggs is, is all, like he's all the way. Oh yeah, there. he's all that's right. Okay. Now I'm now I got you. Yeah, he is all in on Tiger. Like they well, yeah. where do you fall, Pat? I'm probably like an eight. Okay. Not a, I'm not a t- I'm not a ten. I've lowered my expectation a little bit. Like I don't I don't think he's winning every golf tournament that he's he's going to enter, you know, anymore. Like every time, like when he came back and and then won the Masters, I was probably like a ten at that at, at that time. But now I've kind of dialed back to probably an eight, eight and a half. Um, but I love when he's in the field. I love when he's playing. Yeah. Um. I just don't have that expectation that, uh, you know, oh, he's somehow going to win or whatever. Now, I do think that the Tiger, if he's healthy, can still win a golf tournament like the Masters, one that is, is you know, just he's dominated over the years, um, but it's just going to have to be course-specific in my mind. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm, I'm probably less than that, but not by much. I mean, and I think being in the content game, you have to love you have to love tiger because it it just puts more eyeballs people care people want to want to hear about it people want to see it um so he's doing a service to everybody who is in media is in golf media for sure just by showing up and and giving it a shot and saying these things i mean today you know he told your friend uh taylor zarzer or, or taylor zarzer released that apparently allegedly tiger's been telling people in florida that he's going to play five to six events next year um, and that he's got no pain in the ankle or in, in the foot, which is fantastic. I mean, the, the more we can get Tiger, that's the, the better the world of golf will be. Like, that's 100% for sure. But personally, being a fangirl, I'm, I'm not probably, I'm probably a six, I'm probably a six, six and a half, maybe a seven. It depends. Um, I mean, now when he won the Masters, like, that was unbelievable. Like, yeah, I, I was a full 10 that, that week. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, so, so, I mean, he's definitely, he's definitely the goat. Like there's no doubt about that. There, there's no argument there. He's the best, he's the best golfer of all time, but um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I'm, I'm happy he's here, but I don't, I have kind of, yeah. Low to mid expectations. Now is, is, is all the Charlie Woods stuff. And yeah. that, like Charlie Woods is like, I'm like a one and a half on that scale. Yeah. Like I, I don't, you know, I hope he's a great golfer, but I, I, I think he, it, and it's not his fault. It's not Charlie's fault, but the media goes so crazy about him and all this kind of stuff. Like it brings the tiger 
mm-hmm. status down a little bit because every time we got to hear about because we're going to have to hear about that soon. We got the father son, yeah, or not PNC. father son, but the the PNC, the the parent whatever child or parent what? child, whatever it is. I used to call it a father son when I was growing up. You know? Yeah, but uh, now they so let anybody hear in. about it. Yeah, we got. Yeah, Tony, what do you think? No, I think I'm more in line with Pat. I, I love when he's in the field. Obviously, I think in, in 2019, that was, you know, that was our, we're, you know, relatively around the same age. That was our Jack in 86. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, yeah, you're right. I don't think I like that, that something like that is going to happen, is going to happen again. Um, maybe a little bit more than Pat. I just, I, I love when he's in the field. He brings the eyeballs. He brings all that stuff. And I think you got to have a little bit of a level head with it as far as, He's probably not going to win ever again on the PGA Tour, but it's Tiger. Yeah, so yeah. There's a there's a tiny little sliver. There's a tiny little shot. Plus, with a, with a core or with a major like uh, the Masters at Augusta, he knows that course. When Larry Mize is making the cut at seventy something years old, like he did <laughs> what three out of four years, something like that. You got Larry Mize, and then you've got all the way up here, Tiger. Yeah. You know, so then what what can Tiger do if he's still walking at 70 some years old, uh, you know, on, a, on the golf course? You can't put anything past him. So I think you got to have a little bit of a level head with it. But, yeah, I'm, a, you know, maybe an eight and a half. Really? It's like at what, at what point will we not say, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's going to win, but it is it is Tiger. Like at what point are, are, is, are we going to not go, but it is Tiger and we're just going to go, yeah, he's done. Will he have to be in a wheelchair? Will he have to be, like, 70 years old? To me, it's Tiger. Like, he, he dictates it because he always says, and I still believe it, that if he's teeing it up You're in still the buying? field, yeah. that he's, he feels he, like he, he feels can like compete. He feels like he can win it, yeah. And so until I don't believe that when he says it, like, that's, I'm just going to continue to believe that, that, it, that if he's saying it, yeah. he thinks he can win. Yeah. So what? Uh, Arnold Arnold Palmer played in fifty opens. Was it something like that? Maybe I had maybe I had the I player know. wrong. Maybe it was something like that. But again, I feel like if anyone else in the golf world has done something, then there's always the dot 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 Bud Tiger. Yep. Hundred percent. And then the one again, the one major that you just continuously see older people up on the top of the leaderboard at some point is is the masters you know bernhard longer you know no, phil i mean i know phil's in better shape right now than tiger but yeah. he finished runner up this year at Augusta. yeah yeah and he, and he was kind of sucking everywhere else the the rigs the rigs barstool boy the foreplay boys god they they are so cringe with the tiger stuff it is i mean those guys lost their mind the, the, Riggs gets to like a meh, like yeah if I were Tiger, I'd be like, hey, keep an eye on that boy for me. You know, like, yeah. I, want, I want eyes on him. He's kind of, he's, he's, he gets to a concerning level of Tiger fandom, unless it's all part of a shtick. And if it is, he's making content, that, that's, that's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, when, when Tiger announced he was back and he was playing, those guys, I mean, I thought Riggs was going to, uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was interesting. Um, but glad, glad that Tiger's here this week. Uh, Definitely going to be tuning in to uh, to catch catch Tiger in action. I mean, uh, just to see what he, what he's like, man. And I mean, he's saying that his that his his foot's healthy and he doesn't have any pain. Like that's that's unreal, unreal. Him and Aaron Rodgers, great surgeons, great rehab people. 
Props to them. You want to get in some bets? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's talk Hero World Challenge. Outright market, that's really the only thing up right now. There's yeah, there's a few things, like first-round leader or something, and then a bunch of dumb bets. But no, uh, I mean, obviously not really messing around with any placement bets this week because there's only 20 guys in the field. So maybe a top five here and there if they if they come out, but I don't see them out right now. So just talking outrights, Victor Hovland is your favorite for mo- for the most part at 4-1. to one. Scotty Scheffler kind of a co-favorite around 4.5. Um, all the way down to uh, Tiger at, at the longest odds of the tournament at 70-1 to one on DK. Uh, so let's talk about our favorite bets. Pat, I'll start at the top. I would love to. I would love to. Uh, I would love to take Hovland again for the back-to-back-to-back hit for both him and me of betting him. But I, I just can't do it at four to one. I'm gonna take. I, I really like Max Homa here at eight to one, as kind of a favorite in the eight to one range. I, I know that's. I mean, listen, I got to compromise a little bit here with the big balls because there's just not many options, but. I like guys who have played a little bit. As I was kind of doing some research on some names here who have played well, like Victor Hovland, this will be the first year for a lot of names that we've not seen these guys play a fall event prior to. Like Hovland's one, Scheffler's one that we haven't really seen since like the Ryder Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, not not really playing competitive golf anywhere. You know, there's a lot of guys who've come over and played DP World Tour events. I mean, damn, Homa just won the Ned Bank in South Africa. So, you know, this will be a slightly different situation for guys like Hovland and Scheffler who have who have played well here the last couple of years, but are coming in, you know, having not played a lot of tournament golf. And so when you're just, you know, we're trying to narrow it down here, I'm not, I'm not picking more than three, you know, no more than four for sure outrights here. When you're trying to pick three guys, you're looking for an edge any way you can have it. And I just feel like I'd rather have the guy in Max Homa who's been playing this fall and playing at a high level uh, at eight to one. Yeah. You know what? We got agreement there because I like Homa too. As a matter of fact, he is, I fit him into another bet that I wanted to go over later. But I did too. Uh, but I think um, Homa at eight to one, you know, Kawa was one I looked at right there, but if I'm looking between the two, to me, Homa well, he's got that back. I wonder. I wonder how serious his back issue was because remember yeah. he he withdrew the day of the Netflix Cup thing. That's right. Yeah. Um, which but, you know, I mean, could have been nothing. Could have been. Could have been he didn't want to do the Netflix thing at the last minute or something. I don't know. I, I, I doubt it was that. I mean, I'm sure he. I'm sure he withdrew for some legitimate back discomfort. But um, yeah. That that was that was the only thing I, I, I eyeballed Kawa for that same reason, and then kind of thought about that, and was like, eh, maybe not. Yeah, and if we're kind of limiting our picks to, I mean, Homa to me would be the one at eight to one. Yeah. I do think Scheffler at four and a half to one. If you like this a short odds bet, that's that's the where I would go. But then I'd probably juice it with some other bets to to kind of up it a little bit. I mean, you know, you'd rather have Scheffler than Hovland, huh? You'd rather have Scheffler than Hovland out of the two. I would personally. Mm. I'd rather so, have Hovland. If I'm going to bet one of those, I'd rather have Hovland. I mean, it's not like Scheffler's been bad here either. He almost no. won. Yeah, no, he hasn't. He's he's been good. Um, so I like Chef. I like the four and a half to one, and then I think he can juice it with some other bets that we could we could talk about too. So, okay, uh, moving down the board a little bit, I might surprise you with this one. I might surprise you with this one, Pat. Six. I, oh, yeah. What? If you say this name, then I'm going to go ahead and give this this other bet that I think you should do. Okay. 16 to 1, Matt Fitzpatrick. 
Oh, never mind. Okay. okay. That doesn't surprise me. I thought you were going to go Cam Young, and then I was going to be really surprised. No, uh, although although I, I, Young is another name I, I do have here. But, um, you know, going back to the Homa side, the, the Homa angle, Matt Fitzpatrick's been playing some golf. and He's been playing good golf. Uh, won the Alfred Dunhill a couple months ago, maybe six weeks ago or so it was, I think. Played, on, played in the DP World Tour Championship, which had a decent field. Finished T27, whatever. Um, played the you know played at Wentworth a while back. Like we've at least seen him since the Ryder Cup playing competitive golf, multiple you know to, to with good finishes. Uh, he's played here twice uh, already, and I, I think kind of not great finishes. I also kind of just thinking about Fitzy, and I'm like, man, if it's gonna blow a little bit and it's gonna be a little windy out here, you know, in the Bahamas. Uh, for for the first few days is what it looks like so far. I kind of like that. I like the grinder that he is around the greens. Um, and we we know he's kind of can spray it off the tee a little bit, but he, he's he's obviously added a lot of distance, which you can you can take advantage of uh, Albany with that combination. So uh, I I think I think I think Fitzy's an interesting one. He, you know, he's got that hot fiance of his, but yeah. you know, so we got he's got her, but no kids, right? No little Fitzy's running. No little you know. No little Fitzy's running around, so I kind of think Fitzy's uh, they poised. They may be working on some little Fitzy's. They may be, week. yeah. I mean, I, for, listen. I mean, I, I'm not a hater. Like, Godspeed, Matt. Go get it done. You know what I mean? Like, do yeah. do the damn thing. Congrats, brother. Pre, just pre congratulatory message here from DB. That's awesome for you. Awesome. Good job. Um, go. So yeah, I like Fitzy. Sixteen to one. Okay. Well, I had Cam Young written down at sixteen to one. Uh, I saw him at twenty. Year. Oh, you know what? He's at twenty on MGM. Ooh. Well, I like it even better then. Yep. Um Twenty to one on MGM. Right. Twenty now. to one. Cam Young finished, I believe, third here last year. I could. I feel like he could just tear up these par fives. Um, and that would lead me to a bet you could do on DK, which is Scheffler, Homa, and Young in there at plus 200. You get plus money. You get e- either of those three win, mm. I think, is an interesting bet. I looked through them all, and that was that to me felt like the best value. Um, so that was one that I liked that I was going to say. Because if you were, because if you had said Young, you would already gone over three players that I love. So um, I like Young. Hmm. I have one more that I really love. I do too. Then, Go ahead, hit, hit, hit your last one. It's Ricky Fowler at 22 to 1. Really? I mean, Ricky has the course record here at a 61. He's won here, as you said. He had a fantastic, before he kind of hit that uh, period of time where he wasn't playing so well, he just had a great record here. Um, I mean, you look at, what was it? Where's, where's Ricky in here? Um, you look at the last few years that he had played here. Well, the last is 2017. He, was, he won in 2017. But then before that, you know, it was like third, third, first, fifth in 2019. So, I mean, he's, he's just always up there in this golf tournament. So I like, I like Ricky at, uh, at 22 to 1. I did not see that one coming. I, I knew you were going to like Cam Young, and, and I kind of like Cam Young too. I mean, I, I, I get it. I think if he's going to get this first win, we're all waiting on that first win to come. He sucked at the RSM. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's ready to win like a, a full field legit event right now he doesn't look like he's got everything clicking at the moment but i do think he could win one of these things if he comes in takes it serious takes advantage of these what 20 par five he's gonna or five par fives over four days he's gonna get to play yeah feast on those like i think he could he could do quite well and and get it done in that first 
win comes in a you know because he beat 19 other guys that that sounds like it could be on script for cam young right now um but i i've i've wanted to have at least one bomb in here pat and you know i'm a sucker for this guy and 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 i hit him in the fall last year like 70 to one i'm going keegan we saw him at the zozo did okay i wrote him wrote him at the zozo but it, it was you know not his best week i guess he finished like 20th or something 19th i think um but I, I just think I always see Keegan, and I could be wrong, but I just see Keegan as a guy who I, I at least trust comes into tournaments like this, especially since the Ryder Cup snub. I think we're going to see this. I mean, you know, maybe this is a, if we're making like wild predictions for 2024, maybe this is kind of an out there prediction. Like, I think there's a chance, a real chance that Keegan Bradley goes on an FU tour to everybody and is like, I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a problem. I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to elevate my game. I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep getting this edge. I think he's a fiery competitor every time he tees it up. And I think he's, you know, I, I think that's like a little chip on the shoulder. And sometimes that's all these guys need is that little extra edge, little extra chip on the shoulder. And I, I think um, we, we know he's capable of winning at any point. So, you, you know, you get a ball striker, you get a guy who can score. I'm going Keegan at 35 to one on FanDuel. That just felt like when I started looking in that range, it just felt like the guy I trust the most to show up and compete with the skill set to close the door and to beat some of the best, you know, best players in the world here. So um, I like Keegan at 35. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind the Keegan play. I, I think you know you make a a good case for all the reasons to look at him. Of all the long shots, he's he's probably up there with with as one of my favorites. Um, I think too, like when you look at this range up here, we can't not talk about Willie Z being back. Right. Is, yeah. I mean, so Tiger's back, but also Willie Z, who we have not seen in a long time. I do not, I, you know, I don't know what you expect out of him. I, I certainly don't expect him to win this golf tournament, but it'll be interesting to see uh, what the game looks like as, we, as we're going into next year. So, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, I'll be honest, it was tempting to look at the, you know the outright number. What is he? You know, thirty-five. Also, He's thirty-five. Also, right there with Keegan. I mean, it's it is tempting because it feels like a a, a great spot for him, uh, and it feels like one of those kind of low pressure entry points to get back into tournament condition golf for him. Um, where it's like no cut. It's twenty of us. It's kind of low key. It, you know, let me just come out and see what I could do. And but if but if he's if he's got it, if 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 the swing is good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we're going to see a slightly different golf swing. I would imagine that might be part of NBC uh, maybe breaking that down for us a little bit because I think he's had to make tweaks to avoid further injury and issues. So um, yeah. that that will be interesting to see. Is he going to come back with the similar skill set, you know, from a ball striking standpoint that we were used to seeing, you know, before he before he had to have the surgery? So um, I am excited to see him back. That's that is a good thing. I, I'm not a like super Willie Z diehard like a lot of people on Twitter. It seems. I mean, I like him. I think he's a good player, but it it, it seems like people think Willie Z is like a top five player in the world. Sometimes I just don't. I don't know. I, I don't see that yet. Um, yeah. But glad he's back for sure. And shout out to our, our friend Pterodactyl. He did remind me in the chat. Hovland did play in the DP Tour Championship, finished runner up. So you do have that. He he does have that going for him. I guess he played, he played in more PGA Tour events leading up to it because a lot of these guys felt like they couldn't skip the fall. Um, they were missing out on too many points, so he had to, he had to get, get it in somewhere. So thank you for that, Pterodactyl. All right, let's uh, – oh, oh, I did have a, a weird Homa 
parlay. This is what I did for Homa to try to juice it up. I did Homa at eight to one, Cowboys money line Thursday night. They're big favorites. I think it's Seattle. Uh, they're like eight and a half point favorites. I don't trust the spread. So I just went money line. And then I went, I looked at the dogs. You know, our dogs are playing Bama mm-hmm. this weekend. But, I don't want to touch but that. But I, I don't typically bet on, I don't bet on dogs games. But I did take UGA to make the playoffs. That, that's, that's on there, on FanDuel. Yeah, I saw that, but I don't know. I mean, that, that really hinges on the game. So you, yeah. I, I think it does, but we'll see. We'll um, see. Well, that's a whole nother conversation. We, yeah, yeah, we won't get into breaking that down. But so, so that's that's the three leg parlay at plus twelve forty one. So you know, about twelve and a half to one, I can juice up Homa if I uh, if I if I hit that three leg parlay there. And I, I don't I don't mind it. Um, so I did a couple that I was looking at, like Scotty. If if you want to go up there and you, and you like Scotty over Victor. You could change it. it. You could change this in and out depending on who you really like. Yeah, and it's probably not going to change the numbers all that much. But Scotty and Oregon minus nine and a half to cover. I think Oregon's going to just whip the crap out of Washington. I know they lost the first game, but I think they're going to. I think this is going to be a different one. That makes it. That gives you a plus nine fifty number. Or you could go Scotty and the Cowboys minus eight and a half, and uh, that's plus nine fifty. Now the Cowboys have been unreal at home if you paid attention yeah. they they are kicking everybody's ass yeah in their stadium so i do feel like they could easily cover that eight and a half number that also gives you plus 950 or <clears throat> or how about scotty and the eagles money line the eagles are are they are not favored at home against, against the San 49. Francisco. big game big game but eagles money line gets you to about 11 to 1 with Scotty. So um, now here's a couple more. Okay. You want to get really crazy and you want to, you like Fowler to win at 22 to one. I don't, but okay. You could take Fowler and Michigan to win the national title, which I would hate. Absolutely hate. Hell no. I'm not betting on that. Or that's 60 to one. Or if you like the dogs, which of course we do 65 to one, but how about this Fowler and Bama to win the national title? Is two hundred and ten to one. It could happen. Two ten. Two ten to one. Wait a minute. It's sixty-five to one. Fowler and Georgia to win, and two ten Fowler yeah. and Bama to win. Yes, that's that's an egregious egregious I'm gap. I'm gonna do it again while I'm just, because I'm I still don't believe it. But yeah, that's that's what I was getting. I mean, like I I would rather have Key. I would take Keegan winning this thing over Fowler. Uh, like if you if if you simulated this thing a hundred times, I bet Keegan wins it more than Fowler. That's why I love the I love the number on Keegan yeah. at thirty five. Wait, um, sorry, I looked at it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, oh, that can't be right. Yeah, that is right. It is two ten to one. Yeah, because Fowler's yeah, that's the number. Uh, we're gonna have to fact check this, Pat. You, you seem like you seem confused. I don't know. It's it's too early in the day for you to be drunk, so I, I don't know what's going on. This doesn't seem right. UGA UGA at sixty five, then going to Alabama at two ten is insane. Yeah, it's it is plus two hundred or plus two thousand for Ricky Fowler, plus nine hundred for Bama right now is plus two oh nine. So two ten to one. Hmm. 
Okay. I guess it's because Bama's at nine to one to win the whole thing right now, which is to me a little bit crazy. I, I don't know. Listen, I mean, again, we're not a college football show, but if Bama makes the playoffs, Bama has a much better shot of winning the whole damn thing than Michigan does. I just I hate to tell people like we this is the same song and dance we've done the last couple of years. Michigan gets in yeah. and they get their they get the crappy out of them. Like I don't I don't understand, but. We'll have Michigan fans quite quite upset at us in the in the chat. All right, Pat, let's talk some let's talk some NFL football. All right, let's do this. Shout out to our friend Byron, the model maniac, uh, great dude. Um, lo- love his content. It's, it's, he puts out some funny stuff on Twitter, but I don't know if this was his idea. I'm, I'm assuming it was. He 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 came up with an NFL roster uh, offense, uh, starting offense with PGA Tour players. So. You know, me and Pat decided that we would take our 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 take it for a spin ourselves and come up with our own teams. So, um, thinking through which PGA Tour players we would put in which positions on offense for an NFL an NFL offense, um, and including and I did I don't know if you did, but I did a head coach, offensive coordinator, and a defensive coordinator as well. So our three main yeah, I, I did that three main coaches. I have more than that to be honest. Oh geez, you got the whole you got the whole staff. You got a line, a D line coach and a no no I didn't do that. You You'll got, see. Strength and conditioning, get back, the get back coach or what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So should we do this like position? Let's do this position by position. Okay. Let's start a quarterback. I cheated in one of these apparently. So Okay. Uh, starting, for quarter, starting quarterback for me is, is, was pretty, I wouldn't say obvious, but I pretty quickly came to Scotty Scheffler because he's tall, uh, which you, we need a little bit of that, and he's a Texas boy. And if you're tall and you're from Texas, I just assume you probably can sling the rock a little bit. And, you know, the composure of Scotty, the, the, the even keel, just, I just, that's who you want in the huddle, commanding your, commanding your team, commanding your unit. Uh, not going to get flustered, and he's a competitor. He's, he's going to have that fiery, you know, competitor burning inside of him, but he's going keep to it, keep it calm on the field. Scotty Scheffler's my, my QB. Okay. Uh, this is there was a battle. We had a battle for for QB okay. uh, camp battle, and um, <laughs> I, I tell you, Max Homa lost, mm. and he lost out to Patrick Cantlay. And now look, <laughs> oh dang! Here's huh? the thing: Cantlay is he's cerebral. He's very he smart. Need a, mm-hmm. need a guy who's very smart. Gets through his progressions quickly for gets sure. Through quick quickly, yeah. and you know, see what's going on on the field. Picks Does a part of defense. Some, yeah, has some height, but you also kind of want he? a little bit of a. a he's Patrick- not like small. Okay. Well, I, mean, I mean, like think about think about it. There's there's Bryce Young's a starter in the foot. NFL right now. So. Yeah, he sucks. Well, there's still some short. Drew Brees was short. Yeah, okay? Drew Brees is your exception. Cantley is not short. When has anybody anybody ever said Cantley is short? I mean, he's he's got to be max six feet. No way. He's at least six one or six two. No way. He's six two. Okay, I don't know. No anyway, way he's six two. I do like. I, I'm not just going off height with the quarterback, and I think can't like you kind of have to have a little bit of a jerk too. I feel like he's got that sort of oh. jerkish mentality. Well, yeah, he does have that. Like when you have really good five okay, ten. Five, I told you he's so freaking <laughs> short. Five. He is not. Nobody ever like talks about dude. And, and if that's short. what his PJ Tour profile says, he's actually five eight. No way. <laughs> You're talking about like he's Brian Harmon. He's damn five five, dude. He's tiny. Oh, 
It's anyway, because he, it's because he can't wears... won the camp battle, so we're, we're going to end it with that. And okay. let's, let's move on. Um, the, I will say this: the hardest position for me to figure out was the running back. I, I waffled on the running back. Who's your running this back? One was easy. You start this one. I mean, look, if you got to run, if you're a running back, you got to have just some absolute huge calves, leg muscles, that kind of stuff. You're just like you're AJ built Dillon down, or something. You're built down there. Okay. Tom Kim, man. Tom Kim. He's huh. my running back. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um, Haven't you seen his calves? You see, you see. I have, took? I have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it's funny. We both kind of went. We both kind of went this direction because I went with. This is probably a sneaky play. This is a guy that you know. You look at the roster and you go, they have him at running back. They have then they basically have nobody. But I think it's sneaky. I think Kirk Kitayama is an interesting, interesting take at running back because he's he's built a little bit like Tom Kim. He's kind of he's short. He's stocky, yeah. but I think Kurt is like Tom's a little Tom. Tom's kind of soft, Pat. Like you're, I mean, he's he's approaching like Eddie Lacy territory. Like I don't think Kim is soft. Tom Kim is a pudgy is a pudgy dude. He's soft. He's very soft. Yes, I, I yes, yeah. Well, I mean, on. I don't think so. Okay, well, he is. You know that. You also thought Patrick Cantley was six two. So Kittyama's not. I mean, he's not like a Kittyama uh, is low key. Kittyama's like short and stocky, low key, a little bit built. Way less body fat, so I think he's going to be quick. You know, and I mean, he just he just looks like he'd be real quick and shifty and agile in the hole. And he's short. You know, I, I did I did say that. Like I was just I was thinking about like kind of a bruiser back, but then I went, no, let's go, let's go short and shifty. Get lost in the line, Tony. He's Tom Kim isn't tall enough to be on the Tom Kim. Tony said he thought about Tom Kim for a while. Now let's go. Let's fact check and see how tall Tom Kim is. It ain't a matter how tall he is. It's his body fat percentage, which yeah, is not yeah, which is not going to be on. Got to have some height and on the line. Um, the easiest position for me to figure out, although I can think of a, a number of other guys that could be interesting backups, or if you played it, if you had a two tight end set. But the easiest number one tight end, the easiest for me was Tony Fino. Just give me a guy, long, athletic, um, long arms, you know, could run, could catch, could jump, could block. I just feel like Finau is a p- perfect tight end. Hmm. I guess. I don't know. I'm not sold on Finau at tight end, but I get, I get it. Where else would you put him? I mean, receiver? B- big body? Maybe a big-bodied receiver. That's what, that's what I'm saying. When you're talking about guys on the PJ Tour, there aren't that, you know. See, I don't know about his blocking ability. Here's, I, here's where I cheated a little bit. I snuck in a live guy. Yeah, I, I, got, snuck, I, in, I snuck in Brooks Kepka at tight end. I just think, I mean, Brooks is just like a built, like, I feel like he would get out he's there. He's not tall and, enough. You, you, have, you, and, have, you have this, like, what, how tall do you think Brooks is? He would get out is? there and block. So you're saying, you keep going back and forth on, whether, on the height thing. You got to have a tall tight end. Nobody has a short tight end. Name one short tight end. I mean, look, these are golfers. Not every single know. one of them is like is like huge out there. Okay. We're gonna we're going How to tall do you think no, I want you I want you to say how tall you think Brooks is. I bet Brooks is six feet. <laughs> yes, I bet he is too. <laughs> I bet he's not an inch high, an inch taller than that. But you gotta have some athleticism too at tight end. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I the only the only other one I thought about, and I didn't work him on the team at all. Yeah, six foot even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tony's fact checking us good. Uh I mean 
I did not personally work in Gary Woodland on my squad, but knowing that he was an athlete, he played basketball, he, he, st- he made a lot of sense for tight end too. But if I ran a two tight end set, Gary Woodland being there. Um, all right, receiver core. Now, I kind of went a little, I, I kind of went a little, um, maybe a little off the wall here on, on the receivers, but I, I, I'm actually just going for, and I was thinking about like, do I do a slot receiver? Like I think Byron did a slot receiver where he had like a little shifty boy in there. Yeah. I'd F that. Like, I don't get, I don't want any of that. I want all bigs. I want all bodies, beefy, you know, beefy boys, beefy athletes in there. So my receiver core is Ludwig, uh, Minwoo Lee, who I know is not beefy, but Minwoo, I just see him as fast. He's going to be kind of a, a, a flash, the flashy one, let him cook. He's going to be, um, you know, he's, he's just flashy, speedy guy, but he's not like super small. He's just, you know, he, he is what he is. And then I think sneaky MVP on my team would be Sam Burns. Like Sam, how tall do you think Sam Burns is? I don't know, man. I'm questioning all my height. <laughs> you know, like I wouldn't be good if you're at the at the fair and you're having to guess the height. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, six, six two maybe. I was gonna say I think I'm pretty sure Sam Burns is at least six two, and he's thick. Yeah. Like got an ass on him, a little bit of a dump truck. I think that's kind of what you were seeing with Tom Kim, except you know Tom Kim is five seven, right? And Sam Burns is six two. He's thick. I think he bullies some guys a little bit. Um, so I got Sam Ludwig and Minwoo as my as my receiver core. All right, I got Ludwig on there too. So we're 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 together on that one. Yeah, you know, after you question all my height stuff, I really want to put DJ in my receiver core. But oh yeah, I, I think DJ would be a fantastic. Um, I didn't even think about you know, DJ. I think DJ would be an unbelievable wide receiver. Yeah. Um. And then my I although although the, although his route <laughs> DJ's route tree would be like two routes. You, you, you <laughs> yeah. give him you give him nine routes or like an option yeah. or something. He's like, huh? he's gonna have Cantlay yelling at him because yeah, he knows straight around. and like what maybe a, a, a post or something. Like he, he, or t- Tony says he needs a wristband and wide receiver. <laughs> DJ uh, <laughs> DJ's wristbands are uh, his route tree. Uh, Okay, but then I I gotta have a short the short shifty guy. Uh, I, I'm gonna throw Brian Harmon in there as the short shifty Stop. guy. He's, a, he's our God like dang. he's like our lab McConkey. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. DJ, they they'd have to like move Paulina. Like Paulina would have to have a seat like seats in on in each side of the end zone so that when they're going one direction, they could just say run to Paulina, and then when they switch switch sides, you know, and they're going the other way, Paulina has to move, and you just keep yeah. telling him to run to Paulina. And look up for the ball. Um, t- Tony, producer Tony's receivers, he says, Finau, HV3, and Johnny Vegas. Now, I thought about HV3, but... Now, come on. You can't sit there and say Tom Kim is soft and not say I, that HV3 I, is soft. Literally, this is about to come out of my mouth. Like, HV3's got him a gut. I don't think he wants to play. He don't want to play any football, man. Like, he's, he's out. And Johnny Vegas, too. Like, Johnny Vegas is... Tony, you got some... I mean, Finau, sure. Those other two boys are slow as hell. Like they're not, they're going to run a couple routes and they're going to be looking at the sideline going. <laughs> Just put a little thought into those three receivers. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, but like, <laughs> come on. Like, yeah. 
it, it can't be all it, it can't be all about uh you know ab- about dna and 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 uh you know what predisposed abilities right <laughs> yeah 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 these, Listen, these, you can put hb3 in the slot you got fee now and you got vegas on the outside vegas is like you're just like a, a big tight end he's your, your big body he's your short yardage guy yeah he now is going deep. He can control the ball, middle of the field. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. HB3 in the slot would be the only place you could put him. And Vegas, though, I think, I think, I think Vegas had to be a tight end. Yeah. Um, all right, line. This is, this is where it gets kind of fun to me. I think my line is, is as good as it could possibly be. Like, it's, it's completely optimized. I, I'll be surprised if you have anyone on your line that I wish I would have thought about on my line. So my center, and I think this is probably one of the sneakiest plays of the whole damn thing. The center is the Aussie. I mean, not the Aussie, the Kiwi, the New Zealander, Ryan Fox. Thick, stocky, badass Ryan Fox. Probably, you know, grew up playing rugby. Um, Dreamed of playing for the All Blacks one day, and he never could. But he's playing center. Uh, Left guard. And left tackle, so protecting the blind side of my uh, right-handed quarterback, Scotty Scheffler, is John Rahm and Kyle Westmoreland, service member, huge monster mountain of a man, bat American badass Kyle Westmoreland and Rahm holding it down. Right guard is uh, Sepp Straka. I mean, Sepp is built for this game 100%. And Shane Lowry. So that's that's the line. Okay. Um. I like it. I like it. I, I think um, I had to. I had to check some things since we're getting into the height issues because um, <laughs> I think you're going to question one of mine. And you got, so I have. I have. You got I have Denny a, McCarthy on the line or something here? No, no. I have a. I have a. A counter attack. If you if you do attack me for this one, but I actually have Sep at left tackle. Okay, I, um, I considered. I, I considered Sep over there, but Westmoreland beats him out. Just yeah, I, I put Sep. He's over probably at left actually tackle. killed somebody. I think you got to have Rom on the line too. I have him at left yeah. guard. I love Lowry actually at center because the center is like always like you know. I just feel like he would get in there, be talking to everybody, like one of like you know just you know he's a fiery competitor. I like him at center, but I, I can yeah. see where you have him at right tackle. I put Bobby Mack right uh, beside him. I thought about Bobby Mack. Yeah, I put them right there together. Bobby and this Mack. Is where I thought you're you're going to fact check me because. Bobby Mack is 5'10, which I actually thought he was taller. <laughs> but guess who's also 5'10? Ryan Fox. So Yeah, but Ryan Fox is stout as hell, dude. He is. Bobby Mack. Yeah, Bobby was, Mack's got that soft kind of. He has a bag of milk. That boy, a bag yeah. of milk. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought put it, it right guard. And now I I have stood right next to this person. I feel like he is a tall, built, strong individual. Coming off of a win just a couple weeks ago, EVR. Oh, yes. Okay, so there were two names I had in honorable mentions, but I couldn't figure out where to put them. EVR was one, and you know who another one is, a sneaky? You know who's a big freaking dude is Adrian Moronk. Yeah, I kept wondering where I, where I could put him to. He'd have, like, the longest neck on, in the league. But Moronk, to me, Moronk and EVR are too thin to be on the line, other than tight end. You put him on the tight end. Maybe if we build the defense out, those are our edge rushers, Moroccan yeah. and EVR. EVR got a little bit of an anger problem. I mean, we know you, yeah. what he did to the, to the tee boxes or whatever. Um, but Moroccan and EVR were two names I was, I was thinking about working in. 
Good call. Uh, all right, co- your coaching, your coaching tree. I, I, I got three here. So uh, I wanted to get Brooks in there, but I think Brooks is too Brooks is too selfish to be a team guy. Like I, I think I, I don't I don't want him on the team. I'd, I'd rather have him coaching. And he's just a, he's a defensive coach for sure. He's a he's not cerebral enough to be an offensive mastermind. So he's a defense like kind of f you. It's us against the world. Like he probably does some illegal shit. Like who's who's the coach from New Orleans that had like. He, like remember a few years back, like they had bounties if they knocked guys out of the game or whatever. Like I could see Brooks doing that as a defensive coordinator. So he's my DC. My OC is direct opposite, and I did this on purpose. I put Bryson as the OC so that him and Brooks could constantly try be trying to one up each other. And like you know, if the headline is that the the defense is really pulling them down, you know, Bryson uses that as material, and Bro- you know, Brooks gets pissed and vice versa. But also, like, I just think Bryson could be an offensive mastermind super genius. I, I really do. Like, he's also an asshat and an idiot, but I, he could be super smart. Andy Reid type, you know, just super smart mind offensively, drawing up crazy-ass plays, understanding all the nuances of the rules and, you know, uh, how everything affects everything and the wind and the, you know, barometer, whatever that measures. I just see that happening. And then running the whole damn ship is Phil Mickelson. So it's an all-live oh, yeah. coaching staff, but Phil being the head coach, can you imagine the speeches, the, yeah. the motivational? Kind of CEO-type mentality where you know, he may not. Yeah. You know, he just knows how to get everybody yeah. together. He's banging um, the owner's daughter. Um, he's, doing all, he's doing all kind of stuff. Like he's doing, he's doing, he smokes weed with one with with like uh, some of the guys, and then he does coke with DJ at another time. I just think I think um, I think Phil's a great head coach here. All right, Pat. Who you got? All right, you know I had to go with some old guys here on the on my head coach. Oh, uh, did staff you? Team. Huh. Okay. We're all senior. We're all senior PGA Tour players here. Um, so I got Freddie as a head coach. I'm gonna go ahead and just say Freddie's a head okay. coach. He's a players coach. Yeah. Look, you know, he's everybody loves him. Um, yeah, but can he get it done? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He we'll could see, be a player's coach, watch. but can he get it done? We'll see. Um, I got DL3 as the offensive coordinator. I feel like you, you got to have a guy up in the booth with the, with the, oh, you know, yeah, the break apart and everything. Break apart glasses. Yeah. Just like I could feel, I could see him up there doing that. Yeah. Um, I have Tiger actually as a consultant on the defensive, you know, on the, you know, a D, D coordinator consultant. Okay. You know, you see that a lot now these days. They got, a, especially in college football, they got a consultant on the team. Like Connor Stallions or whatever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who's like Connor Will Stallions? Muschamp, Will Muschamp for the dogs is not the D coordinator. He's like the consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think you got to have a D coordinator that like just works everybody's ass off. Like he's the last one to leave the field with his defense. Like, he just got to get these guys. Mm-hmm. They hate him because he works them mm-hmm. so hard. And so, VJ Singh is my defensive <laughs> coordinator. That's good. Uh, you know what? I just thought, if we have a Connor Stallions role, it's got to be Patrick Reed, right? Like Reed yeah, is, that's exactly Reed right. is the perfect Connor Stallions role. Cheating yeah. and looking and peeping Tom and around other teams and disguising himself. He's got, <laughs> he's probably got, probably got, uh, what's her face? Uh, what's her, I, I just forget his wife's name. What's her yeah. name? Justine. He's got yeah. Justine doing some shady stuff for him too. Um, so I got I got some special teams players. 
Oh, okay. You you along went... with a couple others, and I think Tony did this too. Um, he was he was just mentioning, but yeah, uh, my punter is going to be Xander. I, I feel like the, the the special teams guys are just kind of like weird out there, maybe weird and a little bit beta, I guess. Yeah, so I got him as my punter. I got Rory as my kicker. Oh, for sure, Rory's a kicker yeah. and a diva kicker at that. Yeah, very Rory diva kicker. Um. <laughs> Uh, we needed a mascot, so our mascot is Adam God, Hadwin. <laughs> Who's your mascot? Adam Hadwin. <laughs> For what? Uh, what? <laughs> Adam Hadwin. Is it is it a Canadian football he just team? Felt like he'd be a good mascot. And then uh, our head male cheerleader is Patrick Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, god. Head okay. head male cheerleader. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, God, who's your who's your local radio color commentator? God dang, who did you not think about? That was all I could think about. I think Tony has some special teams players also. Well, you got Tony. I didn't do male head male cheerleader. <laughs> but. Male, the NFL teams have male cheerleaders. I think they do. I actually think I saw a couple on the Eagles sideline a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. I may have made that up, but hmm. maybe. Okay. Uh, but my kicker, I went with Brian Harmon. My punter, I went with Kevin Streelman. Okay. My long snapper, I went with Jason Duffner. And unfortunately, guys, Jason Day is already on the IR. <laughs> yes yes yeah. he is he is uh always on the ir he is chronically uh I, he's he's the Kadarius tony of of our team mm. um god dang pat that i can't believe you had I, the adam Hadwin. i gotta i really gotta think about I that i think one. i just thought about no like, you know who the mascot is the mascot is ricky fowler like he, everybody loves him He's there for everybody. He's everybody's buddy and chumming it up with everybody. Yeah, he's, he's the mascot. I just good with of, like, kids. Crazy, kid, good with kids. Crazy scene with with Adam Hadwin getting tackled and all that kind of stuff. It just it just made me think of like you know like the mascots getting into it with the other mascot and one t- you know they tackle each other. Or yeah, but he, I don't know. Yeah, it but just, he got t- he got lit up. He didn't do the tackling. He got lit yeah, up, and then he, he was super nice the about other, it. And then he was super nice mascot. about it. But but then if you're if but then if the other team's mascot tackles your mascot, Adam's just going to get up and be like, oh, it's okay. Sorry. Sorry. I got in the way. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, yes. Yeah. Spaz, Spaz in the chat said uh, Hatton would be a great mascot. <laughs> Terrell Hatton <laughs> would be a good mascot. I think Hatton deserves a team, a, a spot somewhere on special teams, too. Like a, a really, uh, if, if, if we could get him to cut weight, like he'd be a good like gunner or something on the punt team, kick team. Yeah. Just go down and hit you know takes my head off um he could be on defense to like uh, like one of the like a, a scott a case type cornerback or just lights up people yeah you remember scott case no i remember Something jason like seahorn that's the last white corner i remember uh, case was a safety actually for the falcons mm, i don't remember him yeah producer tony said gary player is the owner of his team <laughs> so there's gonna be some shady stuff going on there, and then he's gonna have his derelict son uh, causing all kind of problems for for the for the upper management of your team. That was fun. What else? Anything else we want to talk about? Because this is it. This is it, Pat. 
you know, you said um, you said we do an hour show for the hero, and you were right. Um, even though yeah, it's the hero, we're, we're just um, short of that. Let's see. Let's let's hit a couple headlines real quick. Is Rom gonna go to live? I sure hope not. But there's a lot of compelling things out there that say that he might be. What if he does? I don't know. Like, I what mean, actually I... happens? It's a big deal, I think. I mean, he's... I mean, in terms of the, in terms of the PJ Tour losing one of their biggest players, I, I guess Rory would be one for some reason, I feel like. Who would be two? Scheffler, Rom, Spieth. I think, yeah, even one of those. Spieth's not one of those that have just always been a huge PGA Tour chill, I guess you could <clears> say. But I never feel like Rom has, you know, I feel like he's always like very loyal to the tour. But of any of these like big top five, top ten type names, Rom to me is the one that does feel like it could happen. Which is why when yeah. th- those things come out, um, people really believe it, or they they think it's you know it, it could be a reality. I wonder why he's not playing playing here because hasn't he played? Yeah, he he played here last year. He played in here um, two or three years ago, four years ago. It's weird he's not playing here. I don't know, man. The the Ronda lift stuff. There's a lot of. Uh, there's there's a lot of smoke and and i think last time or earlier in the year when it was like rumored he, he like came out quickly and said not happening but and then you saw like the tweet i don't know if you saw on twitter but some there was some rumor that like it was like 600 million dollars was the offer and his his buddy jj watt i guess they're friends and in, in uh the, the arizona scottsdale area was like retweeting was like if i knew that john was getting offered $600 million, I would be at his house forcing his hand to paper to sign this damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, plus, and then he backs out of the TGL, which the TGL thing, like, I could totally see chalking that up to scheduling garbage, going from Scottsdale to Florida on these random nights to do the TGL thing. Like, I just don't think Rom... That's the one thing about him, though, that makes me think he doesn't, he he, he won't go, because... Rom actually, to me, doesn't seem like a guy who's so caught up with the money. Yeah. Even though $600 million is a lot of freaking money. Like, it, uh, amazing amount of money. He, he does seem like one of, the, one of the ones that I think would be like, just, he just truly is very content with where he is and where he's going to go. Yeah. I, um, I agree with that. What else? Um, I mean, the TGL postponement for another year is just another cluster bang of a situation. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. Hopefully they change some things in the meantime. I also thought it would be funny, like, like I like Lucas Glover. I hope Lucas Glover continues to have a great year. But, like, the only reason Lucas Glover is on a TGL team, which I think he's on Atlanta, is because of his, his summer, right? But what if he plays this year and he's garbage? Are, is he still going to be on? Is he still on the drive? I mean, I guess if there had to have been some sort of contract signed or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, the TTL thing, yeah, is interesting in that 
I, you know, a lot of it, I guess, was because whatever this stadium or whatever you want to say that was being built got blown over. Mm-hmm. How does that even happen? Like, I don't remember this. Was there a hurricane that came through that I don't remember about? Like, <laughs> I don't know when it happened either. I feel like it just, I feel like it only happened in Palm Beach, wherever it was. Yeah. Maybe that was yeah, your like, sign. I don't know. It was just like, it just happened. And then here we are. It's canceled for another full year. So, um, real a quick one here. Rookie of the year. Is it Ludwig or is it Eric Cole? I see. I feel like Eric Cole's probably going to end up winning it just because of the full year that we had out of him, but he never got a win. I mean, in my mind, if we're going like who's, I mean, Ludwig's about to be a top 10 player in the world and a stud. And he's got a win at the RSM just now. So it, it feels to me like Ludwig should be the winner, but I feel like Cole's going to end up winning it. Seven top 10s. Is that what I count? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven top 10s for Eric Cole. Um, five, five, uh, five top fives or more. No, six top fives. But just couldn't get the win. I, I think had yeah. Ludwig not won the RSM, it was going to Cole. But I think Ludwig winning the RSM is just the icing on the cake. Like you yeah. win a full field PGA Tour event, and that was actually a decently strong field. And there, you know, the top end wasn't amazing, but it was deep. You win that, you win on the DP World Tour, you perform at the Ryder Cup, and you were freaking, you know, you were in college in April. That's pretty incredible. It I think, is. It is incredible. I think actually Ludwig's going to win it, but. It's it's it definitely sucks because like Eric Cole, I feel like Eric Cole's season should should be honored in some way. Yeah. Because yeah. the guy grinded his ass off and played so much golf. So much golf that you know and and was on, you know, was was making his way through the Corn Ferry Tour finals a year ago. I know. And, and just great 34 too. or 35 whatever he was. Yeah. Um so un- unbelievable, but I-, I think Ludwig winning the RSM just just did it. I think it's going to be Ludwig. Um, Spaz says, "Did you watch the Netflix Cup?" I didn't watch. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch any of it. I, I had no interest in watching it. I, I didn't either. I-, I don't. I don't even. Tr- I got to admit, I don't even truly know what the hell it was. I don't either. It was. <laughs> it was race car drivers. I thought it was like a. It was like the TGL light or something. I, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I thought it was. Related to that, obviously not. Yeah, but. race car drivers and golfers doing stuff. I saw a Squid Games clip. They brought that back. I heard Burt Kreischer was a nightmare. Um, now Marshawn Lynch, like I, I do love Marshawn Lynch. Like anything he does, I'm usually yeah, in for. Great. But I heard it was terrible. I've not heard one. I've not heard one person say one good thing about it. So that sucks. All right, I think that's it. Um, we're going to be making some changes as we always do. We're going to, we're going to look at some things. We're going to do some things, some, some things differently. We're going to do some new stuff. Our boy, our boy producer, Tony's going to be with us, uh, in 2024 pumped about that. And it's going to make the shows better. And, um, we're excited. Discord's going to get some improvements. You're going to want to be a part of that. If you're not already, I know a lot of you guys bail for the, for the football season, but come on back. It's going to be hopping in January. 
what else? Uh, I don't know. Stay tuned. Watch the socials, and um, we appreciate everybody listening and watching for 2023. I think this is, uh, this is it for us, unless something major comes, comes out, news drops, which wouldn't surprise me, and we do some pop-up show reacting. Yeah, for sure. And I'll be okay with it, DB. I'll, I'll will? be okay. Won't, okay. I won't complain about it. Oh, yes, you will. I know you will. You'll complain about it, but you'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's not, let's not get crazy here. Uh, thanks, everybody. Pat, it was a pleasure. Again, another year in the books. Um, thank you, Tony, for your help. And uh, let's have a great, great hero week. Let's hit a bet and go, dogs. See you, dogs.